Hey there, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. Now, if you or someone you know is stuck in fear, worry, or doubt, then you know how much it can limit your life. So on this show, I'm going to share with you different tools, strategies, and principles to help you break free from the loop, which will ultimately give you the freedom to focus on and improve every other aspect of your life. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to do another FAQ or frequently asked questions. And in this one, we're going to talk about uh, really talking to your partner or spouse about OCD and anxiety and just some general kind of uh, ideas when it comes to handling that uh, in a healthy way. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt and I am the founder of Restored Minds and the creator of the AAA Response. And so if you're looking for help and guidance on your uh, journey to recovery, we have some resources that uh, we, we'd like to direct you to right down in the links. You can also head over to restoredminds.com as we have several resources for, to, for you to help you get started along with our uh, 12-week program. So um, additionally, if you could help us out by liking and subscribing and leaving a comment or review on iTunes and Spotify, I would really appreciate it. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into the question today. So it's a bit of a, a longer question, but I just wanted to read the um, read the thing entirely, and then uh, and then speak into it a bit. So it says, uh, "Hey Matt, um, I'm really struggling to find a solution to this. What's your advice on telling your partner or loved one about previous OCD episodes?" Um, and the person says, "I've done this, and I think it's a mistake. Um, not because of how my partner received it. If anything, they're very supportive." Um, and which has solidified the relationship. My question is um, to know it's as if my OCD has flipped onto what they're thinking about me and it feels like it's exacerbated it and I feel I'm uh, more depressed. Okay, so, um, you know, the person feels like this is a mistake that they they told their significant other about uh, their experiences with OCD and anxiety in the past. And now their mind is latching on to, uh, you know, try to figure out or, you know, really they're engaging in compulsions about what their partner thinks about them. And this can be about anything. I definitely, um, you know, can connect to this question personally, um, you know, in the sense of I remember telling people, uh, you know, close to me in my family, you know, certain intrusive thoughts I was having, you know, and a lot of times we're telling people that to get reassurance that, you know, we're not crazy or that, uh, you know, like what they think. And then oftentimes just that external validation, uh, you know, really helps us feel safe. And, and I think, so there's, there's a couple points there, um, that, that I want to elaborate on. Number one, do I think you should tell your significant others about, uh, your past OCD and anxiety experiences? I mean, unless it's, if it's pertinent to a conversation, Oh yeah, like oh, I was caught in a loop about that when I was younger, and like that would be maybe about it. But like to feel the need to go confess uh, everything that you've ever been caught on, or loops that you've been in, or having to—it really depends on the intentionality. As I always come back to, of why you're doing something. If you're telling them to get them to make sure they approve of you, um, the the power you're giving that person over you is is just so wild. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, we're all flawed people. 
myself probably, you know, up there with the most, you know what I mean? It's like, we're all flawed and we all have, um, you know, past experiences in, in, you know, especially when it comes to mental health, um, you know, that, you know, times that we maybe have not been well and that's, that's okay. Right. So, you know, because I would, I would equate it to like, would you go and tell your partner every time you've had a cold in the past? And it's like, no, that'd be silly. Right. You're going to go talk about the cold back from, you know, 2007. Right. It's like, probably not. And now you might, you might've had a, a really significant cold or maybe you, you know, broke a leg or something like that. And you're talking about, oh yeah, that happened, you know? And so, but if you're like, Hey, do you still approve of me because I had a cold back in 2007? It's like, notice the, the intentionality and the energy you're coming to that conversation with. And a lot of times because OCD, you know, roots itself in this fear of disapproval, you know, the, the paradox is, Right. And so that's like at the root of a lot of obsessions, especially when it comes to the intrusive thoughts and whatnot, is like that fear of acceptance, um, you know, fear of disapproval, fear of rejection, all that stuff. And, and the paradox is, is that when you talk about those old ones, you're essentially creating this new one because it's like, well, what if this person rejects me because of these things? And this is where we need to be more self accepting. And say, you know, because at the end of the day, if we can accept it ourselves as just like, yeah, that was part of my past, uh, it, it doesn't really matter what someone else thinks about it. It really doesn't. It one, it doesn't define you in any way, because a lot of times you probably didn't have the skill sets that maybe you do now. Um, and so it was just like that was an opportunity for you to learn what you've learned. And it by no means is something that you should hold over your head. No means by no means is it something your partner should hold over your head especially stuff in the past. Now, when we're talking about like, um, and, and so this this question is very specific to talking about past experiences. Now, when we're talking about um, having conversations with our partner about like if we're having a current, um, if we're spinning or feeling anxious or, you know, kind of stuck right now, that's, that's a different conversation, different topic. So I'm going to table that um, for this particular episode. But, you know, I think the... Um, the main point that I want to stress is that if you can become okay with it, then it won't matter what they think about it. And like you said, it sounds like your partner was um, very supportive, very loving, very caring about that. And now you're creating a new episode uh, wondering if they approve of you. And at the end of the day, if you're constantly ruminating and analyzing, trying to figure that out, you're not enjoying the relationship that you have today. You know, it's just what it is, you know, and, and, you know, I put a post out, you know, talking about happiness and really that, uh, you know, happy is by, um, Abraham Hicks. Um, but you know, just the idea that happiness is essentially a string of happy moments. And most people are unhappy, not because anything's wrong, but in the moment they're trying to figure out how to become happy right instead of just being if we really could learn to be more present in life it would exponentially increase our mental well-being our emotional well-being and what what you're doing in this particular instance is you're trying to make sure that your partner thinks how you think they should think if i said that correctly and that your well-being is only okay if they think that way. And, and at the end of the day, what we really want to move towards in relationships is 
acceptance, you know, an, an unconditional love, you know. And when we can really move towards that, I'm not saying any of us will ever really reach that. I don't know if that's actually obtainable or not, uh, but it does, it's a great goal to shoot for, right? Nonetheless, um, and and when we can really move towards that, like especially when it comes to the past, like you know, letting that be in the past and not bringing the past into now. Um, it, you know, like that is part of the reason we continue to suffer is because we continue to relive the past as opposed to looking at it as these learning things that needed to happen to get me here. And so, uh, to, to answer the question just directly, do I think you should talk to your partner about OCD loops or anxiety experiences that happened in the past? No, I mean, just frankly, um, I, I don't I don't see how it's relevant unless it's just in like a passing conversation of you talking about a an event. If you're if you're thinking you need to do it to bring it up to them to achieve something, very very likely that that's a compulsion and safety behavior. And instead, what I would do is uh, really practice living right now. That's what I that's what I think the best thing to do is. So um, and really engaging in the relationship today, engaging in the relationship in this moment, making the most of this time that you have with your significant other um, and not bringing a, a point of contention up because you're because you think it will make you feel better. Because, you know, in this situation, obviously the person explained, but in, in most any situations I've seen it, it won't. So um, hope that's helpful. And uh, yeah, I, I hope that that kind of clarifies that question. So it was a great question. So I wanted to share. Um, with that said, this uh, will conclude the FAQ. But um, if you have questions you want to submit for future FAQs, please go ahead and do so. We have a little link down in the notes. Um, you know, we can submit a question and then we'll review it for a future episode um, and consider it for, for one of our shows. So uh, thank you so much. Wish you guys a great week and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, please do me a quick favor and help us out by subscribing and leaving a nice review on iTunes and Spotify. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a deeper level of support on your journey, we have several resources to get you started over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down in the notes of this show. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.